0: If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Hey, welcome back to the Business of Living podcast. I am your host, executive coach, Michael McGreevy, and today we are going to talk about one of the most important pieces to your success. This is the one thing that you cannot go without. Before we get rocking and rolling, I want to send a shout out to my man TJ over in the Hawaiian Islands. TJ's working hard out there and is a brand new listener to the Business of Living podcast. We are glad to have you with us, my man. I also want to thank RubeDog23 for the very kind review. He says, thought-provoking, inspiring, and humorous. I'm glad you think I'm funny. Not everybody appreciates my humor. (laughs) Michael gives life-changing advice in a thoughtful manner, easy to listen to and identify with. 10 stars! Yes! I've never got 10 stars before. That's amazing. Candidly, those reviews actually do mean a lot to me. They satisfy my desperate need for affirmation. Thank you. But for real, the more people that review the more that this show gets out to more people and the more people that I can help and inspire. And that's really what I'm here for is to light a fire in people's hearts and help them see that if you really had a grasp on how brief your time on this world is and how vast the opportunities are to make a dent in this world, that you would dive in with everything that you had. So I want to help light that fire in people. If you get a ton of value out of this show and you want to help me out a little bit, open up the Apple Podcast app, search for The Business of Living, L-I-V-I-N, click on that, scroll down until you see ratings and reviews, and below that in purple writing it says leave a review, and then you can title your review and below that leave some text. I mean, if you really want to hook me up, you can also hit that subscribe button, which is just a little plus sign in the upper right-hand corner of the show. If you don't want to do any of that, I still love you and still appreciate you, but it would mean a lot if you did. Let's get back. Enough of this nonsense about reviews. I need to talk about something today that is critically important. There's a common misconception in American culture that to become successful, you should be able to pick yourself up by your bootstraps, grit your teeth and make it happen on your own. This idea is deeply woven into the fabric of our society. We have these self-made heroes like Elon Musk, Michael Jordan, Jeff Bezos, Steve Jobs. And somehow the perception is that these people willed themselves into success completely on their own. It's said that this idea originated with Benjamin Franklin. He was considered to be one of the first self-made men. He grew up in a very poor family, became a businessman, an entrepreneur, an inventor, politician. A lot of the ways that our country operates today are a direct reflection of Benjamin Franklin's inventions and ideas. It's actually pretty ironic that he's known as the first self-made man because when he was 21 years old, he was intentional about surrounding himself with people who could challenge him and make him better. In Philadelphia, he formed a group called Junto. And the whole idea was to bring people together to discuss moral, political, and scientific topics of the day. And each member came from all different types of backgrounds, but they shared a spirit of inquiry and a desire to improve themselves, their community, and to help others. These guys would meet weekly at a tavern and have these intentional conversations that try to make themselves better as well as Philadelphia at the time. Franklin describes the meetings in his autobiography. He said, I had formed most of my ingenious acquaintance into a club of mutual improvement, which we called the Junto. We met on Friday evenings. The rules that I drew up required that every member in his turn should produce one or more queries on any point of morals, politics, or natural philosophy to be discussed by the company and once in three months produce and read an essay of his own writing on any subject he pleased. Our debates were to be under the direction of a president and to be conducted in the sincere spirit of inquiry after truth, without fondness for dispute or desire for victory. Benjamin Franklin is 21 years old at the time. He wanted to grow and he wanted to surround himself with people that could make an impact. This is not a self-made man. Here's a few things that came out of this meeting of men. Volunteer firefighting clubs. Right down the street from our house here, we have a volunteer fire department, and they are the first responders when there's an emergency around here. I mean, it's crazy to think that in 1727, that idea originated with Benjamin Franklin and the group of people that he surrounded himself with. Here's another one. The public hospital. This idea that everyone could go to a central place and receive care from multiple different medical specialties. Yeah, that came out of that meeting with Benjamin Franklin and his group of buddies who were meeting on Friday nights in a smoky tavern. Back in the 1700s, if you were lucky enough to have a doctor in your town, you'd have to knock on his door and ask him if he could come over and help whoever needed care. They would grab their black bag and their stethoscope and out the door they would go if they were available. So the idea of a public hospital is pretty revolutionary. You know, I'm asking myself, what made this group so special? There's bars and taverns all across this country right now where there's a whole lot of nothing going on. Maybe a game of pool, a fight, perhaps some young people trying to hook up with each other. Were these people surrounding Benjamin Franklin that special? Were they that brilliant or intelligent? I don't think it was all about their intelligence. It's amazing what a little bit of intentionality can do when you have some strong relationships. I want to give you another example. In 1926, an author decided to form a group, and he called the group the Inklings, and this is in Oxford, England. He invited another author friend to join, and they would meet in a pub. There's a theme going on here. I get it. But he would meet in a pub and they would discuss the books that they were working on and critique each other and try to help each other get better and spur each other on and and encourage each other to improve the writing that they were working on. Several authors would gather, but most notably J.R. Tolkien, the author of the Lord of the Rings series, and C.S. Lewis, the author of the Chronicles of Narnia, as well as several other well-known books and writings that have shaped Christianity today. There were times when J.R. Tolkien wanted to throw in the towel on the Lord of the Rings. He just wanted to give up. He didn't know where the story was going, and the group encouraged him to keep moving forward. And they encouraged his creativity to lean in and to continue to work on that. Now, I don't know if you've ever read the Lord of the Rings books, but. He's created an entire language, a legitimate language by himself that they use in the books. You hear some of it in the movies, but it's a masterpiece, a story that continues to be told to this generation and future generations, all coming out of this mutual, intentional group of authors that wanted to invest in each other and get better at their craft. You can do it alone, but you can do so much more when you surround yourself with people who are invested in your success and will challenge you to be better. They will not accept mediocrity from you because they know you have so much more to offer and they are committed to drawing it out from you. A couple decades ago, a struggling real estate agent and an aspiring entrepreneur who was recovering from a massive failure decided to get together with a group of people so they could help each other with the challenges of life and business. They had one thing in common. They were committed to each other's success. They met regularly over a period of almost a decade and continued to help each other grow their businesses, share contacts, share ideas, share inspiration, hold each other accountable, hold each other to the high standards that they had for one another. The results were incredible. A few of the members you might have heard of, Dave Ramsey, who has helped millions of people get out of debt and manage their finances well. Dan Miller, author of 48 Days to the Work You Love, has helped hundreds of thousands of people find their purpose and their direction in life and do work that is meaningful, purposeful, and profitable. Ken Abraham has written multiple New York Times best-selling books, including the book Let's Roll, which is about Flight 93, and how an incredibly brave man responded during the attacks on 9-11. I mentioned Dan Miller, and he's been an incredible mentor to me. First, virtually, and now he's become a friend. I've joined his personal mastermind group, and I'm actually going to see him in the coming weeks here. But he started a group where he wanted to surround himself with high achievers and big thinkers and rule breakers. And I joined that group. And since being around him and other people who think that way, My whole life has changed and it's actually inspired me to be super intentional about who I'm surrounding myself with on a regular basis because you look at those people that you see the most, that you rub shoulders with the most, you are going to be like them. You're going to talk the same way they do. You're going to see the world in a similar way. You're going to have similar incomes. Look around yourself right now. Who do you spend the most time with and what are some of the characteristics about their life? Probably pretty similar to yours. If you don't have a group of people that you are intentionally meeting with regularly and supporting each other's success, you are putting a significant limitation on where you're headed in life, both personally and professionally. I'm not just talking about income here. I mean, money is going to be a part of it, but remember what we're all about here it's about living life to the fullest and going all in with life with the knowledge that we don't have a ton of time here. So we better use our gifts to the best of our ability. And one of the ways that we're going to use our gifts to the best of our ability is to have other people around us who will not accept a muted version of who we were meant to be. So what about you? Do you have a group of big thinkers, of people who are invested in your success that call you up and call you out so you can be the best you possibly can be? If you do, that's awesome. That's worth fighting for. That's worth sticking with. That's worth investing your time in. If you're listening to this and you know you need this in your life, but you're not sure where to start, I want to give you a little bit of direction here. Number one, you have to commit. This is not easy. It's not easy to join a group. It's not easy to start a group. It's not easy to stay in the group and, and grow. So you need to be all in and be fully convinced that this is for you. The next decision to make is whether or not you're going to join an existing group or you're going to start a new group. Now, keep in mind, just as much as you are evaluating the group that you want to join, the group is also going to want to evaluate you to see if you're going to add value to that group. So, not that you have to have everything together, but you do have to have something to offer that's valuable to the group. The quality of the group is made up of the quality of each individual member combined. So as you look around and decide what group you might want to join, take a careful look at the people in the group. What are their incomes like? What about their relationships? How do they treat their spouses or their kids? How do they communicate? How do they think? Do they act and live in ways that inspire you and will improve your life and make you better? My good friend Chris Niemeyer is one of those guys for me. He challenges me to be the best that I can be. And so Chris and I got together and said, hey, this is really valuable for us to push each other and to help each other live up to our potential. Why don't we form a group around that idea? And we did, and, and we call it the brave. And we meet a couple times a month to be better husbands, better business owners, better leaders. And there are guys from all over the country in that group. Recently, one of our members just became a full-time entrepreneur after being in a job that he was no longer inspired by. We have another guy who is starting retreats out in the wilderness and helping people grow spiritually. We have another member who is a paramedic and started talking to the CEO of his hospital about how he might be able to improve communication across the hospital, and now The hospital is paying for his training and he's going to start working with the hospital to support them in this capacity. These stories are the direct result of the conversations we've had as a group, calling each other up, encouraging each other to go for an opportunity, to not sit back on the sidelines, but to engage with life and seize these opportunities and see them through. To not let our dreams remain as dreams, but to take action on them and to hold each other accountable to what we are going after in life. One of the cool benefits of having a group like this is we've developed very close relationships. We're very acquainted with each other's challenges and struggles in life. We know our family situations. We pray for each other. We help each other out. We know that we can count on one another. And as a result, we've all benefited greatly. Because of this bond, because of the trust we have, and because we know we're all invested in each other's success, we're pretty strict about who we will let into that group. But if this is resonating with you deeply, and you know you need this in your life, shoot me a message and and we can have a conversation about you potentially being a fit in that group. Another way to go about this is to start your own. Well, it might seem like people, like the ones that I'm describing, are hard to find. They are around if you look closely enough and if you're intentional about seeking them out. I remember when I first tried to form a group like this, I must have had coffee with over 30 people one-on-one just asking them what they're into, what are your goals, what are you excited about? Asking tons of questions and really trying to find some people who I could journey with, who I could do business with, who I could struggle through life with and I was striking out time after time. But having your own personal group of advisors is so powerful and it's rare and it's worth fighting for. And you have to have that perspective of, I'm going to do whatever it takes to pull the right people together and surround myself with people who are going to make me better. And you can't quit after you make a couple phone calls and have a couple coffees and nothing takes. You can't give up. It's too important to not fight for this in your life. Proverbs 13:20: Walk with the wise and become wise." There's a lot at stake here. whether or not you have the courage to run after that next opportunity in front of you, whether or not you have the courage to pursue your spouse and be vulnerable in front of her, how you will be compelled to go after your kids, or to work with them or to walk with them through difficult times, all these things can be affected by the people who are around you, who are advising you, who are helping you, supporting you and encouraging you. So take the time to build your personal board of advisors or find a group that's already been established like the brave and join them and start seeing your life be transformed. Maybe your group could be the next Junto or the Inklings, maybe the world's next big innovation or new idea was meant to come out of your circle. Why not? If incredible ideas like the hospital can come out of a group of knuckleheads meeting in a tavern on Friday nights, why couldn't it happen in your group? There are people out there who need you in order to be successful, and you need the help of others. So make sure you have a personal board of advisors, Make sure you've surrounded yourself with people who are calling you up to be the best that you can be. That's all part of getting to the business of living. I hope you have an amazing week. Talk to you soon.